hello. What a surprise. We're all back again. Welcome to the Vergecast. <laughs> Someone got an email. Things uh, are off to a great start. Things are, as always, off to a rollicking, exciting start. Uh, but this is the Vergecast, uh, the flagship podcast of theverge.com. That's why I started calling We have so many now. <laughs> yep. Dieter is our admiral. Because he's wearing a fucking eye patch for some reason. Uh, Doesn't fit. But anyway, this is the Vergecast where we talk about technology, culture. There's going to be a lot of T-Pain conversation from Jake today. Jake's just knocking into things. Um, Well, I am already getting rambunctious just thinking about (laughs) uh, the time I have with T-Pain. Anyway, I'm uh, Neil Patel. I'm the guy in the Vergecast. I'm sitting with Dieter Bone. Also a guy. Jake is here. Jake Astronacus is here. Fumo. Hi. What's up, girl? Doing great. Having a banner week. Yeah? Yeah. Why is it banner week? I don't know. I'm just in a good mood. Yeah. We I had an extra day off. We did. Rack did. Oh, yeah. No, The Verge sort of did. Kind of. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Look, Gadget News doesn't sleep, baby. <laughs> That's one thing I've learned. Phrase. That's yeah. the only one thing I've learned here. <laughs> There's always new Gadget News? Yeah. Yeah, there is. They're, fundamentally, that's what we do. Anyhow. <laughs> Dieter. <laughs> This eye patch is baller. Uh, no, it actually is not. It's like suede. No, it's well, leather, it but it's like a nice leather. Because it's it was meant for the right eye. Uh, but I have a uh, contact that's the wrong contact in my right eye. Yeah. Which Wait. the uh, So I have a prescription on different prescriptions for both eyes. I put the wrong one in my right eye, so it's not strong enough. They put the left and the right. Vision? Yeah. Yeah. Is it weaker or stronger? It's weaker. Ooh, that's weird. That's bad. Yeah. Stronger, it's like for the first 10 minutes. You're like, I am invincible. I can fucking see everything. (laughs) And then you get a terrible headache. But that 10 minutes, it's pure power. Mm -hmm. And then your body's like, you know what? I don't think you should have this much power. I think you should have a crippling headache instead. I think I'm not going to keep this eye patch on. I mean, do you, man? It's first of all, it's a radio show, so no one will know. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, just be feel powerful in right. whatever way you need to. Anyway, a lot of stuff happened this week, uh, but we have to just start with Jake's adventure. So let me let me. Can I set the who's beeping? Is that you? Yeah, I'm turning it off. Okay, um, I'll turn mine off too. Um, so let me set the stage. So we get a call. What day did I email you? Is it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. So, so you know. Wait. I'm, oh, well, it started, I think your first email to me was Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. Late, like late Friday night. So we're back from CES. Yep. Everyone's very tired. Yeah. Literally people from The Verge are going to the hospital after CES. <laughs> right. I had been out of town. I was on the show last week, as you may have noticed. I had been out of town. I come back. I'm like, weekend's here. We're going to let the team rest, relax, recover. We're not going to check our email. And I get a call. And basically the call is like, do you want to go meet T-Pain? To which I believe, as anybody would reply, I said yes. I can't yes. believe you didn't send me. I mean, it was, I, I should have sent you. You should have sent me. But anyway. Not that we'll Jake didn't do a fabulous wow, job. Yeah, but wow, burn. Come on. Yeah, um, commending me. On the that. intersection <laughs> of T-Pain and Nicola, yeah. the Verge. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where we live. I'm sure. I'm sure there's. We'll have additional opportunities. You have to. You have to. Project, the Verge. Project That's Overlord. That's amazing. Project. What's it called? Project. Operation, Operation Figurehead. Figurehead. God damn it! You have to pace it. <laughs> you can't just jump right into the end. The end goal of it. Piece by piece. I know. Yeah. No. When it's like when you're like, okay, Nicola, I need. You and Kanye to take the Virgin Galactic flight. That's when it'll be yeah, done. Yeah, that's peak Nicola. That's yeah. when we'll be done. No, and no other staffers of the Verge will murder you for that. Opportunity. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so yeah, I was like, yes, I, we, yes, we will hang out with T Pain. 
why? Which I realize now is like the follow-up question that I should have asked first. Like, oh. why would you like me? Anyway, uh, turns out there's a new version of GarageBand. T-Pain, avowed GarageBand user, uh, wrote and produced I'm in love with a stripper on GarageBand. It's true fact. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think like most, if not all, of his first album apparently assembled with GarageBand. It's crazy, crazy information. Um, so, yes, we're going to go to T-Pain. Okay, you got it. GarageBand's coming out Wednesday. You're interviewing T-Pain on Monday. So, like, a thousand emails are sent in the space of, I don't know, two hours. Who's going? Yes. Is anybody alive? Like, is the Verge video team alive? <laughs> was a reasonable question last Friday. Yeah. Um, everyone's, people are excited. We send Jake down. Jake, this is where I'm going to kick it to you. Jake walks into T-Pain's house yeah. well, to it, demo we, the new garage band. We don't even realize this is T-Pain's house. We, <laughs> me and two of our video team members, we get down to Atlanta. Um, we're on no sleep. We're in yeah. an IHOP. And we're like, <laughs> we, we don't know where we're going. We just know that we have a, a meeting with yeah, T-Pain. We, we were just like, get to Atlanta and we'll figure it out. Yeah. So finally, we get the location and we look it up on Google Maps. And we're like, this is residential. And yeah. Turns out to be T-Pain's mansion. <laughs> uh, so we drive up in our like busted rental car. And um, what time of day is it? It is uh, like 530 at this point. PM. Yes. OK. Um, and then what I believe is a Rolls Royce pulls up <laughs> while we're waiting outside his gate. <laughs> and we're like, well, that must be T-Pain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So That's what like, I say every time I see a Rolls Royce. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, oh, hey, just, just head in. I'm going to buzz you through the gate. I got to run some errands. I'll be right back. We're like, okay, cool. So yeah, we just make our way into T-Pain's house. Did you, did you make your, did yourself at home? Did someone let you in? Was there yes, a there staff? Yes, was, there was someone there. So that's, that's the thing. There, there is like, I'm very confused by the setup of T-Pain's house because there okay. appear to be many people like living slash working <gasps> there. Um, yeah, it's everything that you dreamed, isn't it? I'm like, yeah. I'm shaking. So I, I, I believe it was his brother-in-law who let us into the house. But Keep it in the family. Okay. Who, who, who may also live there. He was also psyched. He's a huge Verge fan. Yeah. T-Pain's uh, a Verge nerd. It's yeah. the best, best yeah, information really, I've ever really gotten. Crazy. Is, is he a listener um, of the Verge know. cast? I don't know. We don't, have, we don't make him garage band. So. Right. Yeah. Um, hey, T-Pain. Yeah. Oh, everyone calls him Pain. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got I got to a point on the email chains on Friday and Saturday where the his publicist and manager were just like, "Pain will be available at 6 p.m." And I was like, "That sentence can be read many ways." <laughs> uh, but so I'm I'm, I'm going to read it in the way that suggests that we're all friends with T Pain, and we're just calling him Pain. I don't think T Pain would not be friends with somebody. He is <laughs> exceptionally friendly human. Um, yeah, uh, very very talkative. Um, Bounces around from subject to subject. It's great. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, yeah, so you so, get there. The brother-in-law lets you in. Now yeah. what? So uh, he kind of brings us into um, the lower level, the basement. And, you know, wait, let me just, here's, here was the, let me just interrupt for one yes. second. The goal was we're going to interview T-Pain about apps and music, and then we're going to go in the studio, and T-Pain's going to, like, make a track for us using the new garage band. He's going to, like, T-Pain's going to do the hands-on. Yes. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's yeah, where we're, yeah. that, that was the idea. So, so for everyone who's going to complain, like, all they do is talk about... Nothing like that. Okay, that's the point. Yeah, no, that was no, in, about, in about two minutes, we're going to make Nicola use GarageBand, too. Yeah, it's going to be great. And so then it, you will have joined the elite company of T-Pain on the track. <laughs> we're basically just, like, scoping out T-Pain's house for cool stuff to, like, do a video shoot. And so, like, we check out his studio. His studio engineer is just, like, working in there. Uh, yeah. It looks extremely expensive. We leave. We go to, like, 
we check out T-Pain has like an arcade yeah. where he has like, you know, sit down racing machines. Uh, might have been some pinball. I don't remember. Um, yeah, there's like a hallway filled with blown up um, magazine covers that have his face on it. There's like he his dog is just like chilling out. What kind, somewhere. Of, dog? What kind of dog? What kind uh, of dog? Big dog, little dog. It was, I, I want to say it was just like, maybe it was a pug or something. Yeah, little dog. Um, yeah, it was not not the friendliest of dogs, but also there was you know there are a lot of us. Maybe maybe we yeah. excited. Um, yeah, so then we go into T Pain's uh, like bar slash party area where there are multiple stripper poles. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am having a hard time um, inhaling. I'm like so excited. That, <laughs> <laughs> multiple um, stripper poles. Well, if you're gonna have a party, yeah, one that, stripper is not a party. I think we can all agree. One stripper is just like, you That's know, some budget shit. That's just a sad Tuesday. Sad Tuesday. <laughs> you have very different Tuesdays <laughs> than I do. <laughs> yeah, they're not sad. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it, space is set up for, for a, a nice evening. He has karaoke. Um, there was a pool table. Yeah. Uh, many, many uh, hookah. What, are they, what is the thing called? Is hookah. It, They're called hookah. It's just hookah. Yeah. There's no, it's not hookah like pot. Hookah, yeah. hookah, pot. hookah apparatus. It is just several hookahs. Yeah. Okay. Well, someone's going to crack me any second, but don't worry. Yeah. About it. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, we're setting up. We're setting up. Finally, T Pain comes down, introduces himself, and he's like, cool, I'll, I'll be right back. So, like, we finished setting up, kind of just wait around a little bit. T Pain comes back. He's like, oh, I was just playing video games. Um, <laughs> we're like, oh, okay. Um, Did he tell you which one? He just took a game um, break. I, he said, I think he said he was trying out something called League. I wasn't sure what like that League meant. of Legends? Probably. Oh Wait, T-Pain's like a, like a law addict? Um, is it, yeah, is League of Legends the, the big one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he said he was trying it out. He wasn't sure how he felt about it, though. I think the way he felt about it was that when any, he had any scrap of time, he needed to go grind out some Okay, well, that's law. what he'd been doing, and he said, I don't like, know if that's a phrase, he, by the way. He was definitely, like, grind out some doing law. some PC gaming. Accept it. You know, League of Legends is so big, they sell out stadiums so people can watch other people play it. It's one of those games. Okay. Like, people are deeply addicted to it. Anyway. Um, yeah, so then we uh, we sat down, chatted for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, just hung out. Yeah, I know. I mean, but that's what it's like. Did he, he offer was, you, like, any beverages, he did, refreshments? Actually, yeah, so we sat down, um, and first thing, he offers us a beer. Um, I think the video team did want to have beers with T-Pain, I was a little nervous about interviewing him while drinking a beer, so I did not accept the beer. No one else accepted the beer. What kind of beer? This is the weird thing. Very well-stocked fridge of alcohol. Um, very fine liquors beside it. T-Pin pulls out a Bud Light, um, which, you know, I no. guess he's just hanging out with us in his basement. I mean, he's not going to get donked. I don't he's got to go back to his game. Yeah. So anyway, T-Pin starts drinking a Bud Light, um, Starts messing around with the chair situation. He, he had these chairs that they were extremely squeaky. He was unhappy about that. And uh, yeah, then we started talking for a while. And we start out talking about GarageBand, which is cool because he is like, I, I do think he's legitimately very psyched about GarageBand in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, but some of the most interesting stuff we talked about was just like the music industry and how you get music out there in right. 2016. I liked his line where he's like, when leaks happen and they happen to everyone, I just pretend that they were on purpose. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, he's like, yeah, so much stuff that, uh, you know, I feel like so many musicians would not be forthcoming about. He was just happily like, um, 
I think is very interesting that he's like, you know, I'm not going to make money on streaming services. It doesn't matter because that's going to help me sell out shows and like sell merchandise. Right. Like that is where my money comes from. The studio makes or the label makes their money from Spotify. Like they can complain. Right. Uh, but it's, you know, I, I'm, there's no circumstance under which I'm going to make money from streaming music. So I'm not going <laughs> to worry about it. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was very interesting. He's also like a deep nerd. He's a huge nerd. Yeah. He said that he had been building computers for people back in Tallahassee. And apparently one person couldn't pay him, gave him a CD of uh, audio plugins. Cracked, stolen, pirated audio yes. plugins. And, and that. As payment for a home built PC. So like T Pain's like screwing yeah. together PC towers. He and still built his own, own, own computers, by the way. Yeah. Um, yes. And on that CD that he received in payment for building a computer was auto tune. Yeah. Um, and he was like, that's my sound. Yeah. And somehow, I mean, that fortuitous um, pain. Yeah. Yeah. God, uh, I wish we had a soundboard here so I can make the shorty sound. We need I to. I, why, does anybody have the IMT pin app downloaded? Probably. Duh. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's talk about the news. So you yeah. didn't go down just to roll with Yeah. Pain. So, um, you know, after I we were chatting for a while, really? anyway, maybe, maybe. Well, mostly. yeah, mostly. But um, we did have to get By some. By the way, IMT pain. Not updated for the iPhone 6. Mm, uh, I should have grilled him on that. Yeah. yeah. What's going on here? He in- insists that he records his vocals through IMT Pain. That is what he said, yeah. Um, what kind of phone did he have? He had he had a 6S. He had rose gold. Um, he also had an Apple Watch. He does not love the battery life on it. Okay, Ooh. I noticed in the video, did he have, like, what is the bedazzlement he had on his Apple Watch? I don't want to assume, but... Some, I think it was custom. It was, oh, it was definitely like I mean I think it was probably like okay uh, circled with diamonds. Who? What jewelers are doing custom? I I didn't ask. Like, he did recommend a steak place to us. He said the steak was like twenty bucks. <laughs> he said they were great. That's the best. Yeah, um, I, but unfortunately I forgot the name, and so we ended up eating at Cheesecake Factory. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> The Should least they go to T-Pain's yeah. $20 steak place. Nope. God, yeah. that is sad and lost a lost opportunity. Yeah. Wait, I found a T-Pain soundboard. This is a terrible soundboard. So GarageBand. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the reason that we were actually down there is because there's an update to GarageBand um, on the iPad. And there's basically a brand new interface. It looks sort of like a MIDI controller where there's just like a grid of squares each square is assigned to a loop. So you basically you just tap around different squares, loops fire, mm-hmm. and it sounds good together. Um, and yeah, so it's, I mean, it's basically, Apple wants this to be this like super, super easy way to start creating music. And like it really is because you can know absolutely nothing and, you know, you'll be able to put together something that sounds pretty good. I mean, I know absolutely nothing. Nicola, how much yeah, do I you mean, know? Oh, nothing. Well, you should try it. Okay. Yeah, Do Nicholas got an iPad Pro over there. Yeah. All right, I'll close this guy. Yeah. Close your computer from the past. <laughs> Pick up the computer of the future. The computer of the future, this big iPad. Okay, so I'm looking at it. First, I picked hip-hop because, obviously. Yeah. And it's like a black grid with yellow, blue, and green things that I can press. <laughs> and they all look they look like different kinds of tie-dye, basically. Wait. Like, Show me what you're looking at. Okay. Yeah. Like they look like little so can, different can tie-dyes. I, can I describe what you're looking at to yeah, you? Yeah, you can explain. So <laughs> a really, a really incredibly bad Windows me. 10 start menu. Yeah, basically. 
Metro has finally found a home. Um, so if you are at all familiar with GarageBand, they've changed very little to the underneath of GarageBand. So GarageBand has always had tons and tons and tons of samples in it that are intelligent samples. They've just been hard to use. Like you have to drag the samples into the grid and you start and stop by dragging well, it's the, always like the ends you're, of you're looking at the waveforms and that's like, I, I don't know what that so means. So now they've basically made it a sampler, right? And the yes. sampler has tons of presets. So what Nicola's looking at is basically the sample, like the sampler board. And so if you if you press one, it'll start, right? Should we start? Do it, man. Okay. Make that. I'm going to press a green one. They're all going to sync up together. So you don't have to like, you literally cannot screw up. This is like so okay, on training wheels. One. Yeah. And this is the future of music. Get it. That's a very, some very Operation Figurehead jam right here. Snickler walking down the street, just snapping to herself. Oh, that's bad. That's, good. that's awful. That's not good at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Now start rapping. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. That's good. Get it. She's so happy. If you could, if you were here with us, watch the YouTube. Watch the, the YouTube. The joy on Nicola's face is like out of control. <laughs> She's very happy. She actually was practicing with it earlier, and I made her stop so that we could recapture this innocent joy of making a looped hip hop beat. No, but that's the thing. Like, you know how to create music. Yeah. I have no idea. I can't make a single sound that goes yeah. with another sound. And so, like, <laughs> the fact that I can hit like three buttons and yeah. like I feel like I'm doing something. Whoa. Very fun. Wow. I just highlighted like a whole row. You just turn everything on? Yeah. I mean, so here's my question about Man, this. Man, I'm going to use this. It's like, fine. I'm yeah. bad at music, but... We have a blizzard this I'm, weekend. I'm going to play with this. I'm going to make, like, some, like, like you know, writing music. Yeah. Some, like, chill... Some chill down tempo. Down oh, tempo. So what you need for that is the other app, Music Memos. No. Where you just, like, <laughs> strum some chords into yeah, the phone. Yeah, that's the problem with and Music like Memos. Adds. You have to strum chords. So let's talk about that other do. app real quick. Yeah, so too. Music Memos... Music Memos, I think, is for a different audience. Like, that is... I think mostly for total beginners. Music memos is you're like uh, a singer songwriter and you have an idea. Yeah. The, the the music memos PR. They, it's they like got Jewel? Ryan. No, Ryan Adams is in it. Yeah. Oh boy. And he was like, I mean, I gotta find it. It was it's so good. And like you just think of the Apple PR person, be like, we need the perfect singer songwriter <laughs> for this quote. But like you strum your chords, um, it records. Yeah, them. yeah. I guess I should say so. Music then, memos. It's it's like voice memos, yep. but it's like beefed up with. Music features. Um, so there's just a record button, and you're supposed to use it to record yourself playing music. But it's not it's not necessarily for, like, finished final products. It's but more like, like I have an idea. It'll identify the chords yeah. for you. So and that's it'll what's like cool. It'll break down the chords, the, the beat structure. Yeah. Um, uh, you can add notes, like, if you're using, like, a capo or if you have an irregular tuning. And the really neat thing is there's also buttons where you can, like, automatically have it add in drums and bass on top of that so you can like sort of hear what it would sound like as a final song yeah they got ryan adams here. sometimes okay. ideas right this is ryan adams uh, and i would point out one of the <laughs> most insanely prolific songwriters ever Wait. sometimes ideas come faster than i can get them in my notebook so i used voice memos and notes to quickly capture songs before they're lost music memos says ryan adams is like if those two apps came together to form some kind of superpower for songs said Ryan Adams, critically acclaimed singer, songwriter, <laughs> and producer. It quite literally blew my mind how music memos could transform a single guitar idea into a whole composition with a virtual drummer loose enough that felt you having your mind read by some AI musician. Ryan Adams, who 
I would just I, I'm Ryan Adams fan. Really like him. Ryan Adams does not need any help producing more and more music <laughs> yeah, over time. Man. It's crazy. I don't know, man. Right. Well, it's funny no, that they I were mean, like, I who's mean, the ultimate singer-songwriter? I, I like legitimately went believe to the this use case, though. Like, yeah. as soon as Apple got done telling me about the existence of this app, I went back and um, uh, Stereogum had a post about um, you know, some, one of the members of Vampire Weekend had, like, a new s- song out. Yeah. And, like, there's a quote from him. And he's like, yeah, I was like, it just found some old thing in voice memos. Where was, and it's like, this is, like, actually yeah. what musicians are doing to record their ideas. And so, like... I don't think it's a super original idea, but it definitely seems like a really cool uh, setup. Especially well, what I think GarageBand is free with the iPad, right? Can yeah, I mean, both it? of these apps are free. Right. Um, and apparently, I didn't realize this, GarageBand is even preloaded on them if you have more than 16 gigabytes of storage. Really? So, like... Yeah. Wait, so is, if you have more than 16 gig, gigs of storage on an iPad, they preload it with loops from GarageBand? Um, I think so, yeah. It's kind of dope. Um, I mean, it's so awful like, in one way because it's like... No, but like I, I think probably like a lot of kids are going to be picking this up and just be able to make like some Nick songs. Lawyer. What <laughs> picking up? Our, our I mean, generation's next beat maker. Yeah. Yes. Did you ever, did you, have you guys read the Song Machine? I'm like addicted to this book. Who's the? Guy? Oh yeah, I need to get this book. Everybody should read the Song is, Machine. Is that I'm the buy, one I'm that's the song a, machine about right the now. like it's John Seabrook? Yeah. So it's about how pop songs are made now. Yeah. Um, and so it's excellent. Seven dollars and sixteen cents. It's excellent. It's worth every penny. I like. I read it. It was like. I read it at CES, which was silly. It was How like, did you find time? Well, it was like, you know, because you come home at the end of the day at CES, it's like been and 20 then you, hours. You, and you literally like, fall on the floor. You yeah. can't even reach your bed. You're too fucking tired. Are you ever too tired to fall asleep? This is like my thing. I'm always yeah, too tired always to fall asleep. Tired. So I was like yeah, yeah, wired right. at the end of the night. Like, I'm going to bed. And I would sit there and like, this would be the thing I page through. But I liked it so much during that time that I read it again when I came home. I love um, Neil. I literally can't talk about reading without holding his left hand out flat in front of him and then sp- swiping invisible pages. I've seen him talk about books probably a hundred <laughs> times in the past five years, and every time he does it, he's like, R-r-r-r-r-r-r. "What are the things that you mime?" There are when three he, things that I consistently you, mime. You mime, uh, you mime iPads too. You just instead of like going left, right, you go up, down. <laughs> you know, I got an iPad. I didn't know that's a new one. So I mime like, cons- apparently consistently that's mime four ins- things. That's Instagram. That's what this is. That's oh, a that's gram. Yeah. You mime a gram. No, yeah. but, uh, uh, gram is like is one hand and, and thumb. Not, well, okay. Okay. So I mime, apparently I mime books. Yes. I didn't know I mimed iPads. You, you do mime iPads. Uh, I mime getting a check. Whenever I ask oh, for a check, yeah, yeah. I always do that. Um, whenever I ask for a Diet Coke, I go like that. Yeah, why do you do that? And at the end of the meal, my wife thinks this is the funniest. By, by the way, that is like holding up an invisible cup and shaking it. Can I get a, can I get a Diet Coke? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and at the end of the meal, I didn't know I'd do this. I often enjoy a glass of port at the end of my meal, and I put up a little cup. And I shake it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really love that. <laughs> like a uh, little, and Becky's always like, "You want a little?" <laughs> it's awful. Anyhow, so this book, Inside the Song Machine. Um, I think Emily talked to John Seabrook, the author, um, on her podcast. I think he he she did something else with him. It's a fantastic book, but the reason I bring it up, um, it basically tracks how pop songs are written over time. Right, so it used to be like the real building and like collections of songwriters, then Motown, and now it's a system called Track and Hook, where producers just sit around making beats, making tracks, and they just send them out to what's called top liners, and the top liners just sing nonsense over these tracks, and they send them back to the producers, and the producers decide which 
nonsense singing they like the best. Wait, so the producers actually get to choose who gets their song? No, they don't no, sing. No, they're, they're, they're the top liners are yet. like melody people. Oh, oh. So they, they just sing hooks. They just sing like so watermelon, the, the producers watermelon. Like, do they actually sing lyrics or do they just sing like random words? So there's like, like a big argument. Lorem, ipsum, They sing Latin type setting phrases. Come on. Come on. You need to say that. That was a funny joke. It was good. That the was singing a funny was bad. Joke. It was sing- I mean, they in combined to something. It was like beautifully painful, though. By the way, someone please make a Lorem Ipsum hit yeah. pop song well, for me. Start, auto- start a beat yeah. and I'll auto tune some Lorem Ipsum for you. All right. Um, no, actually, somebody should do it. Anyway, so no, they sent it to Top List. So, like, um, if you go on YouTube, you can search for Esther Dean and she just wrote all of Rihanna's songs. She just like walked into a booth and like recorded some demos over the existing beats. And then they decided that Rihanna would sing them. And like that to me is like, cra- like just listening to how all these songs are made in that fashion is like crazy. Like the producers were, um, but she was in Barbados. They were in Barbados. So I like, met her. They're like, come to New York. We're making you a star. And they're like, here are these songs to sing. Like somebody else wrote them for you, which is crazy. But it's funny because you look at that kind of garage band and it's just designed to like have producers make beats. Like it's optimized. just like, Assemble loops in the beats. Yeah. Um, and so it, well, the other thing that got me is Umbrella, that symbol sound at the beginning of Umbrella, is a built-in logic loop. Really? It's just there in logic. Like, the dream was just, like, screwing around with the built-in samples and logic, and he just made Umbrella. I mean, that was the thing that I was uh, asking T-Pain about. Like, are you really going to use a built-in GarageBand loop? Like, you can bring in your own loops, and you can make your own loops. But, like, he really... And, I mean, he says, like... I, I, you know, obviously he's uh, working with Apple to like talk about GarageBand, but like, <laughs> yes. you know, so, so Very take, take, clearly. This, take this with a grain of salt, yeah. but like, he's like, I mean, yeah, you can still just mess around with the actual sound of a loop enough that like nobody's really <laughs> going to get the same exact yeah. sound as you. So like, what does it matter? No, but it's funny because the umbrella sample is like straight up raw. That's like wild. it's in GarageBand too. Like it's just one of Apple's various royalty free sound samples is like. The dream was like, this is my song. That's ridiculous. We all have the same tools, but we can't all arrive on the same conclusions that the dream can arrive on. It's true. All of us type on the That's same keyboard. That's what talent is. Apple what you're saying is we all actually my keyboard's to different. become Rihanna. If you don't come back from this weekend with Umbrella, <laughs> you're done for, Fuma. Um, I'm going to see the dream next month. I love the dream. Like, I, he's actually one of my favorite artists. Uh, yeah, he's playing on Valentine's Day. That is like actually perfect for the dream. It's so perfect. That makes a lot of sense for the Anyway, thing. going on. I'm just really excited. What's your favorite dream song? <laughs> now I'm going to have to listen. All right. Well, that's. Come back to me. I have to think about it. Also, one of my favorite dream songs. <laughs> All Probably right. um, Equestrian. Ooh. Oh, man. The no. dream understands the female gaze in a way that. Uh, this is a whole other tangent. We can't talk about this, really. But the dream understands the female gaze in a way that no one, no one else on the planet does. I'm with you on that. I'm just, I'm looking for my favorite dream song. Oh, it's I Love You Girl. Duh. What am I th- what Oh, am I yeah. That's on my daily playlist. You a sup, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Anyway. And Shorty's shit's good, too. Today's episode of Vergecast is brought to you by The Dream. Oh, and Backblaze as well. Also Backblaze. Backblaze is a personal and business backup for Macs and PCs with unlimited backup for documents, music, photos, videos, and all your user data, including Fumo's GB Jams. That's her folder name on that place. I don't know. Anyway, look, there's no throttling there's, uh, or upload threading, which means you can back up quickly and efficiently. Backblaze has backed up well over 200 petabytes of data. Uh, and over, petabytes? Petabytes? 
petabytes. 200 petabytes of data. Over 10 billion files have been restored. There's iPhone apps. There's Android apps. You can access all your small files, all those small files on the go with your phone. Anywhere that you basically have an internet connection, this is like obvious stuff. Like Backblade, it says the cloud. Guys, they put your files on the cloud. You can use your phone. Anyway, whatever. You can restore one file at a time or all your files with Easy Web Restore. Or you can just order a USB hard drive and get all your stuff all at once. There's also native backup apps for Mac and PC. More important to me now than ever before. No native app. I'm out of here. Um, no, there, there are backup apps that like run like Java. There's like really crappy backup apps. Yeah, but Backblaze is good. Backblaze is native. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you're already using Time Machine or external drive, great. Just get Backblaze as your offsite backup. Double it up. And if you're already backing up or you're a developer or your system in, whatever, check out Backblaze's new thing, Backblaze B2 Object Cloud Storage. Don't know what that means? You're in good company because I don't either. But no worries. Just check it out. Backblaze Personal Backup has no add-ons, gimmicks, or additional charges. Just $5 a month per computer for unlimited, unthrottled online backup. Listeners of the Vergecast, this you, show, it's you. We are the creators of the Vergecast, but you, my friends, are the listeners. Think about that. You can get a two free two-week trial. Go to backblaze.com. Guess what it is? Slash Vergecast. There it is. Okay. Backblaze.com slash Vergecast. Two-week free trial of, uh, you know, some primo backup shit. Yeah. Backblaze.com, everybody. There Hit, it. Hit it. Hit <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm trying to spice him up. It's been a while since I've No, that's a good read. slogan. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> Backblaze, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's, it's not actually their slogan, so I hope they like it. All right, we got a bunch of stuff here in, in round yeah. two. Hermes. Yeah. Her- so Nicola opened the week with me by pointing out that we were slow to some Apple news. Yeah, we uh, were. What a beautiful way to start the week. <laughs> Nicholas, she literally sent me a note and just said, slip, slipping. No, Apple slipping. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that we were slow. Oh, maybe. I, I don't know. No, no, no. It was not to you. Nicola has also been forwarding me random things <laughs> with just like garbage things with just the word renaissance They're above They're all related them. to the analog renaissance. It's all young people using record players and such. No, it's, 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 if you read it the other way, which is the way I read it, which is we're in a time of extreme cultural decline and you're using the word renaissance to note that it also makes sense. Cause it's like, but sweaters listening to sweater music, like random brands activating of cultural decline. Right. It's, it's a joke. Okay. The irony is that that is, would not be a renaissance is that. Like don't like coffee, coffee brand stagnant. activations where they're handing you film cameras to take pictures of coffee beans while you like grow a beard. Right. Is not. That sounds great. Moment. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyhow. So you want to. Nicola. So I, do, I don't know how to say this out loud. The Hermes Apple Watch collection is now online. Yes. And you and I had a, a fairly interesting conversation where we talked we about. did. Apple is a luxury retailer. Mm-hmm. And like, why, why did you think it was important that it was available online? Okay. So the thing is that they did this like $1,500 double leather strap yeah. that you could only buy in stores, including some Apple stores, Hermes stores, I think like a couple super high end fashion retailers. So the fact that they put it online, like you, like luxury brands, fashion luxury brands are really slow to sell its stuff online. Yeah. Like you cannot buy a fucking Birkin band online no absolutely not join the waiting list like everyone else (laughs) like you can't um so the fact that they're selling it online like to me that says like well ah good didn't go that well in the stores i guess we should make this available on the internet and it's also weird for hermes because it's like you guys don't sell stuff online why are you 
why are you doing this? And what we were talking about is just like the idea of having a $1,500. I mean, it's a leather. It's pieces of leather. Yeah. Right. It's $1,500 pieces of leather about like a couple band-aids worth. Yeah. In the same room as like cords, like, <laughs> like cords that plug things in that are utilitarian and how, yeah, it is weird. It's hard to, it's hard to create a store atmosphere where you feel okay buying like a, nine dollar thing and also a fifteen hundred dollar right. thing or like buying fifteen dollar itunes gift card uh, uh, well the one i gave you was like usb cables yes right like right. in apple stores are deeply nerdy utilitarian things yeah and i think you go i think the people reason people like them is like they often offer you a piece of the future right mm-hmm. but then you can like pick up some stuff and like people buy lots of cases there and they buy lots of cables there and like it's great that it's open and you're like i need a dvi adapter i'll go to the apple store um but it's really weird to think of it as like, I'm going there to buy a super fancy watch. Yeah. And I think that, it, I mean, that's why they hired Angela Arantz, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she was Burberry, right? Like, what mm-hmm. was, you've been to a Burberry store. What was the Burberry store like? I mean, a lot of these stores, you enter them as environments. You don't really enter them as a, there's kind of two ways to be in a luxury fashion store. Okay. You have the area where it is a person coming in to buy a handbag or perfume or jewelry or whatever it is that is like the thing that floats the business. Clothing mm-hmm. does not float the business for high-end fashion brands, like right. for no one. Um, if you are that customer, you probably work with a sales associate because they know you and you are a client. You are not a customer. You are someone that might even get invited to the fashion shows because that's how much money you spend with this company. <laughs> They only have one, maybe two sizes of everything out. So it's not the kind of store where you can like, you can't like walk in and be like, oh, I'm just going to flip through the rack, grab a handful of Burberry clothes and just try them on. It's like, no, you need a human being that's going to be like, as soon as you start looking at clothes, there's going to be a human being next to you. Oh, like, I've never understood this, by the way. This is fascinating. Yeah. I've so, never understood the stores that have like four things on Yeah. Hangers. I mean, because they don't want, like, <laughs> they don't want you to go in and try on their $3,200 dress. They don't want you to, they don't want you to <laughs> Um, that's I mean, the, they don't. I mean, they don't. just to they be really don't. to be perfectly blunt, they do not want me <laughs> to try on the thirty dollars. They want you. They're trying on the like runway shearling motorcycle jacket, right. you know. So, but they do want you there buying the nine hundred ninety-five dollar trench coat, right? Because that's a lot of money. But there's a lot of people with a lot of money, right? And they buy these things. So, like, could you put the Apple Watch in that store? Yeah, because that's the so, flip side of it, right? Like, would you buy a tech gadget in that store? Like, I think this is really fascinating. You, like, you'd buy a the gold packs, but that's yes. not like it's not a computer. Like, the gold packs is like not a computer. Like, the whole point of it's a computer. It's a weed computer. <laughs> a I, weed I, computer. I understand. I understand what kind of computer it is. Yeah. But it's it's literally a computer. Purple matter. <laughs> Purple matter. matter. Anyway, but like uh, an Apple Watch is a different kind of computing commitment, right? Like you, you can buy a Pax on a whim and then never use it again. That's I think how most people bought the Apple Watch. <sighs> Rough burn. Anyway, keep going. Okay, so yeah, so you have that area where it's like you, that's usually like it might be like in the back or it's like on a second level or a lower level, and that's like you're a real person with real fucking money and you're going to yeah. spend a lot of it, and they care a lot about that and you. Then there's the area where it's like the stuff that floats the bottom line. So those are like handbags usually for most brands. So to me, this Apple Watch for Hermes is kind of like falls into that latter category where it's like, here's a high like profit margin. It's, item. A, it's an impulse purchase. It's a thing like next to the cash register. It's a, it's a, it's a $1,500 way to enter 
into a brand identity that you can also enter into at $4,000. Not that you can't spend $4,000 at Apple on something. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tiptoe into a world that you might want to be a part of, but it's a $15, $1,500 tiptoe, which is crazy. Right. I mean, I just think it's like, I, I Walt and I are, his whole podcast yesterday was just, we had just talked about the watch and he's like, I don't really use mine. And like, he's like, there's two things I do with it. I check the notifications and like, um, I, it counts my steps and I like it when the rings close. When I saw that piece that he wrote, I was so, I was like, yay, I independently wrote, like arrived on the same conclusions as this expert. <laughs> like very, very pleased. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we talked about it at length and I think that this fashion piece of the Apple watch, the comparison that we, that is in my mind constantly is the iPod, which actually reached like an enormous amount of cultural capital and was like so cool. And it's funny cause we make this Carl Lagerfeld joke about the Apple watch constantly, but like Lagerfeld was so obsessed with the iPod that he had 14 of them custom laser engraved, um, with his like personal music tastes with like a special coding system. This is crazy. That's incredible. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, and it's funny because that product, like everybody used it, it had only the one function, but it became cool because it was just cool. Like there wasn't this like fashion world around it. The fashion world just like took the iPod and Apple had nothing to do with it. And now it was a useful new thing. What I just think it's, I, I think the, and obviously the iPod never sold as much as any of these products will sell because Apple is a much smaller company there. But it's just funny to think about technology becoming cool. The iPod was the fir- I think legitimately the first piece of technology that became cool all by itself. Mm, Name another one. Walkman. No, no I just totally disagree. Cool by itself? I, it wasn't cool. Like it, everybody had one. It was like an eighties status symbol, but like the thing of the Walkman, like close your mind. What did the Walkman when it was cool look like? It was that yellow sport one. That no. was a <laughs> cool one. No, it's like everybody had a little portable tape deck, but yeah. no, there wasn't a Walkman that was cool. Boom boxes? Like the whole, like we're asking the president what's on his boom box. Do you see what I mean? Like the iPod achieved this level of like cultural significance that I think is like fascinating. And I think the goal is for the watch to achieve that level of cultural significance. If you think something was genuinely, sincerely cool before the iPod, some piece of technology that like achieved real cool. Yeah, you can tweet at me right now. Let me know. I'm dying right to know, but I, I was thinking about it all weekend, basically. Um, and it just seems like Apple's trying to skip that line and get to cool mm-hmm. before accomplishing the thing that the iPod did, which was it was literally like a game changing music yeah. device. Well, the the iPod was someone's going to yell at me cool that the Zoom was out. I mean, <laughs> it it was like defining your personality, right? Which is so interesting <laughs> because that's what they want the watch to do. It, they want it to be an extension of who you are, right? You can customize the band you customize the look but like you can't really change that much they're, they're all these superficial things and they're just like look we partner with a high fashion brand and i mean nicola knows better how that works but like i don't know is that really that exciting for people like yeah it's still it it doesn't do that much um <laughs> and i say that as a person who's wearing one right now like you? what do you use yours for um I was trying to That's figure really that nice out. Band. What kind of band is that? Um, is that this Apple's? is no, it is not Apple's. It is from uh, Monoware. It's their oh, yeah. leather band. It's like it is. Uh, it, I mean, it's good. I like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I've been trying to figure out what I use it for because I'm using an Android phone right now. Um, so that's, <laughs> so, that's so, hey, a whole other subject. You're, you're using an Apple Watch. Phone? Well, okay. I I do have and I have my iPhone 5s up in my bag upstairs. Yeah. I'm actually still getting notifications. Right, because it's on the Wi-Fi. Um, 
Oh yeah, maybe it is. The no, it could be the Bluetooth. So, like I, I, my Bluetooth keyboard upstairs works. If you, were, if someone were to go to my desk and start typing, my <laughs> computer would flip out. Someone upstairs, <laughs> no, get Done. to work. Done. It's happening. But, like that's the thing. I mean, it's good for notifications, but I just realized that like I've been checking weather on my phone more than I have been on my watch now because I have it right in the Android home screen. Um, also, it takes five minutes for the watch to show you the weather. And, oh well, I've got like a weather widget. Like I do. I mean, yeah, that's it. I use it for the time and for the weather. And, like, no- notifications come in on this faster than they come in on Android for whatever reason. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's time, time, date, notifications, weather, steps. Yep. That's the stuff that smartwatches are good at, and it's terrible at everything else. Look, I'm buying, I'm buying $1,500. I'm I already have two. An okay. Apple, and an Apple review yet. So. Coolest Coolest styling of the Apple Watch I've seen so far T-Pain. is in the Young Thug Best Friends video. Yeah. He's wearing two of them stacked, <laughs> which is only seconded by seeing T-Pain having his own custom bedazzled version. And this is someone who was last week was like, don't put jewels on smartwatches for women. It's so offensive. And now I'm like, I love T-Pain's though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that I would say, I would say go, I would say buy two of them. Yeah. Sport band is the best part about it. No, like one is orange and one is green or something. Yeah. And he just, it's like key effect. No, it's definitely the key effect. You know, I said this on this show before, what probably a thousand times. Um, things in Ikea look good because you walk in and you see a hundred of them at once in every possible color. It's like, you're like, yes, I will buy this oh, coffee table is great yeah, because there's like, mm-hmm. there's like 90 of them in every color of the rainbow, like yeah. stretching the sky. And then you come home and you've got like one sad blue coffee yeah. table and you're like, oh, this wasn't cool because I don't have 10 of them. Bed Bath & Beyond does that too where they stack merchandise repeating all the way to the ceiling. Yeah. But no, but that's like, I mean, it's different. It's different merchandise. The triple B is like not as cool as that. You know, like Ikea is like, I, tr- I went for it. I don't know. What, what, do you want, what do you want from me? Yeah, Try to liven it up. I want you to not call it. The Who triple. doesn't call it the triple B? Triple B only refers to the Better Business Bureau. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, but I think in a bed, bath and beyond. Also colloquially known as the triple B. Um, <laughs> what, about the, what about the trip B? <laughs> trip B, yeah. The trip B. Try B. Um, B3. B3. B cubed. No, B3. That took it too far. You know that there's a, like a shittier version of Bed Bath & Beyond in a, in a prototype store somewhere called B3. <laughs> like there has to be. <laughs> it's like the crappier one with like lower quality Wait, no, stuff. No, no, no. What's the Crate and Barrel? Like, CB2. 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 Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's so the day CB2 launched, the people at Bed Bath & Beyond were like, oh, Larry, come in here. <laughs> B2. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, yeah, it's like send it for more. Yeah, and they're, like, they're all writing on the whiteboard, and he's like, I got it. There's that B, B3. The person he's in charge like of strategy <laughs> at Bed Bath & Beyond is definitely named Larry. Totally Larry. <laughs> Larry, get in here. Larry, you see what these crate and barrel fuckers are doing? I don't know. They're not even competitors. <laughs> they're just constantly no. worried about... <laughs> It's just like, oh man, we well, sell storage bins too. Damn it. Anyway, container store in the mix. I mean, <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to the IKEA effect. Which then, if we step one more back, where were we? We're at the watch. The watch. Oh, the new version <laughs> of the watch software lets you. It's going to support two watches at once, multiple <gasps> watches. Yep. It's going to be a thing. Wait. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? So, Why uh, presumably, because they're going to put out a new watch next year. Um, and then you can buy two of them and they'll both work or you can buy a support one and a fashion one. So you can have like, you'll be able to have more than one watch. 
Yeah. So you could buy that Hermes one, but then you would wear like your sport one to the gym. And it would all be. You but would all you're just be changing the band. Ideally. No, I think that there's... No, there's like a finish. Like yeah. you, You've got the so black you could one, have you have like, sport. You could have that one, and then you could have the rose gold for like other occasions. Yeah. Right. Okay. And you're still just tracking your steps, and you're doing your thing. Yeah. I don't know if... I don't know if that's going to unlock it for them, but it's something they needed to solve. Yeah, right? for like, some people. I don't know if that was the highest priority thing. Maybe that means they'll make well, a they circle. put out a second one. They got to get everybody to buy a second one. That is, that is true. That's true. I mean, I should sell I my first one now before they put out the second one. Is it one. clear, by the way, that I'm completely fascinated could, by the Apple Watch? Like, yeah, we why? talk about it on the show a lot, and I just think it's it's the thing that Apple made. It's the first thing they made completely without Jobs. It's the first expression of a strategy to be a more fashionable high-end premium company it is i mean i was saying this to walt on 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 his show yesterday they announced it by saying that the digital crown would be as important as the mouse multi-touch and the click wheel which is a high bar <laughs> it's the first it's the first <laughs> it's a pretty high bar, bar for it's the first it. platform like, that they had launched in a while that didn't wasn't good right and it, it's just like it's it's such a bet. Like they have to get it right, right? And yeah. they they can't they can't cut bait on it for a long time, right? It, they they just can't. And yeah. like I'm f- and and I'm a huge nerd, and I think the idea of like a gadget watch is like a great idea. And so like everything about it just like draws my attention to it. Like far away, like the TV is like I, if you've been listening to the show, I've talked about TV on every episode of the show for like a thousand years, right? Like we can talk about Apple TV all day, but like they're just gonna get it. It's just gonna. It, it's just going to sort itself out. They have the best TV platform of anybody. They just need to cut deals, right? Right. Like, it, is that what they need, though? Because I feel like other people are doing the exact same thing, and other people do have deals. Like, what are they going to do? That nobody has a streaming TV deal, and Sling, nobody uh, else. Is, huh? That's not true. Sling does. But yeah. I mean, okay. like, <laughs> but, but like, right, but Sling like, doesn't have a. a is it really? Box? Sony, is it really Sony that does. exciting? Does Sling to use have a, a box? Roku Sony, with, Sony has a box and a deal. The PlayStation TV thing. Yeah. Right, like why is Apple's going to be any like, different? But that's, other than it's the not, that it's individual. No, but like they've got the PS4 and they've got View. Right. Just saying. Yeah. Their box is more expensive, but, you know. The View, how much is the View? Uh, the PlayStation View service. Right, it's, it's in like, the PS4. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, but that's not, not quite, like, that's not quite, right? They have the deal because they have a limited market share. The same way Apple got the music deal for iTunes because they had limited market share and they put it on the Mac first. Right. Sling is on... Xbox and... Right, it's like, uh, it's on these little piddly devices with limited market share. Yeah. Apple has the mass market opportunity. Their platform is the best one. Like, it's actually a computer, unlike the right. Roku. Like, you can this, see the Roku, like, rebooting into whatever I have crappy a, mode it's going to be. I have a lot of hopes for the Apple TV, but it is like basically the same thing as the Roku. No, also, no, no, no. The user experience, like the thing that happens at the end, it's all, they're all the same. Right? Apple push TV is and, like, video hell, by the way. The no. apps are way worse than they were on the last version of the Apple TV. The new Netflix app on the new Apple TV is a garbage fire. Mm, disagree. Totally wrong. My, I am. I, like, I think the remote's... I had, to, I had to unplug the thing and plug it back in because it wouldn't pause. I guess what I'm saying is... Also, the remote's garbage. The remote, I hate, everyone, the, I hate everyone, the Apple TV. Everybody kind of hates the remote. Um, but it's what we use. I have a Roku, I have a Fire Stick, I have Chromecast, and we still use the Apple TV, even though I'm like frustrated with it. I love the new Chromecast. It's great. Like it's really anyway. My point is that they will just do the Apple thing and slowly iterate on the Apple TV, and it will get better because it's obvious what it should do, and it's obvious what they need it to do. Like it's blindingly obvious what they need the Apple TV to do. It yep. needs to yep. let you watch live. Yeah, television. there's no there's no confusion about that path. Right. Yeah. So, like, great. We can complain about it. We can say we, you like it and I don't like it. Who, whatever. It's just the watch is like, well, what's it really, needs a path. 
And the thing is yeah. that, that I find super interesting is like Apple has these crazy ideas that it's going to be this communication device, right? There are two buttons on this thing. One of them is dedicated to a messaging feature that zero people use. <laughs> zero people. And the, you know, one of the reports right now is that like the next one's going to have a camera on it, which I assume will be for like sending little videos to other people. Or FaceTime. I, in what circumstance would I FaceTime? That's the most Dick Tracy shit though, right? I mean, that's, that, like, if you could that's do it something time, that if yeah. Samsung did, we would like laugh at them. I think they might have done it. I don't know. <laughs> Almost certainly. Um, Samsung right, was like, like, this watch is great for creep shots. And it was like, yeah. Like, that was the first gear, remember? It had a, right, right. It had, yeah, it was on the band, right, yeah. and for spy shots or something. Like, I don't yeah. know. Um, but like, that is this crazy vision to me. I feel like that's not what the watch is like obviously for. I mean, it's really interesting that they have these like, broader ideas and they're trying to do something that most people aren't with mm -hmm. smartwatches, but like it would be cool if they nailed like one thing first. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that's the big question. It's like, are, no, are perfect notifications going to sell more, more watches than like adding another feature that someone might want to FaceTime for them? It's like, I don't know. I, I mean, honestly don't like that's, this comes back to the point. Like, we as a group have seen a lot of things and the path for many products is like usually clear, but smartwatches as a whole path, not clear, yeah. right? Like it's like, here's what they should do and they can get better at this, but that's not going to like open the billion unit market. I don't know. Anyway, we need a lightning round. You ready? By the way, if you know what the Apple watch would do, tweet at us. I'll tell you. Has anybody tweeted yeah, at you, you with any? a cool object? Oh, cool technology. Let me look. Um, I copied you on a, on the photos of young thug. Somebody pointed out that I've now explained the IKEA effect on the broadcast for like a hundred times. Thus, yeah. my first time here. Just, just effectively well, actually, IKEA affecting the IKEA you, effect. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, no one's tweeting anything. There's nothing. I'm telling you, the iPod was the first mass market cool piece of technology. I Other than do like not believe the you. color TV or something. You know, it's like, but that doesn't count. There's, there's, I mean, there's got to be a picture players, of like James no. Dean doing something cool with some gadget somewhere. Yeah, it was cool. called a cigarette. It yeah. was a uh, startling yeah. innovation. He rolled it up into his T-shirt sleeve, and everyone was like, that man is a master of cool. Pack cigarettes? Yeah, a pack, not a single cigarette. I was envisioning him rolling a single cigarette. <laughs> you know he tried that sleeve. one time, right? He's yeah. like, ah, he's like, I don't know, this one's not working. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, two important ones. Uh, lightning round we can open up with. Some right. deep, deep cuts. Not deep cuts, deep issues. Netflix keeps defending Binge On, uh, which is crazy to me. It's insane. Binge On is T-Mobile's data throttling service. And Netflix was one of the biggest proponents of net neutrality. And then Verizon launched sponsored data, which lets companies buy data so it doesn't hit your data plan. So TC and Russell are upstairs. And they're like, we need a new name for this. Like, we won net neutrality, but now there's like a new kind of fuckery afoot where everyone's dodging around it by making anti-net neutrality things free. And I just, I don't know what we would call it. But it's very strange. Like, Binjon is like, you can make an argument for Binjon. It's free mm. so like if you are a t-mobile customer and you want to watch videos well that made them free so like devious about like sponsored data in the first place like if you're telling me i can stream spotify for free like that is awesome so like, of course i want that yeah i've i've been thinking about this like yeah that sounds fine here's the thing that i would rather they do just up my data cap like the idea that t-mobile is going to stream all this massive amount of video and this massive amount of music for free and like just give away all of this data. Maybe just 
up your. They're like just no, so they're, they're not. So they're they're, they're they're but they're throttling it. They're, they're, the video they're not streaming. They're, like, they're cutting it because they're throttling it. Right. So any video. So they're actually saving data on the video. Right. And I think this ways. is the real issue TC was pointing out to me. There, it's beyond just knowing, like working with Netflix to cut down on their data rate. Yeah. Because that's like one thing. Right, Netflix and T-Mobile have made a deal. If you're a Netflix customer or you're a T-Mobile customer, you mm-hmm. can flip the switch. Netflix will intelligently cut your video quality. You won't hit your cap. Like, okay, I and I'm the most rabid net neutrality proponent out there. But fine, right? Like, fine. If you if you can opt into that as a customer of both companies, mm-hmm. you are expressing a market preference. That is cool. Right. You want higher quality video? Put the switch. Whatever. Fine. I'm not like in love with it, but fine. But they're also doing like deep packet inspection. Right. So that if you are downloading videos, they will identify your video packets and throttle just those on across the board. That shit's dirty. Yep. And like that, like, well, the other thing that's dirty to me is like when I buy internet service from somebody, I buy a certain speed and I'm like, if I want more, I'll pay for more. And the idea that, the quality of my service is being affected by backroom deals. Right. Even though they're like telling me about them after they happen, even though like there, it's not costing me more money. Like it is, a, it is like this weird corruption of net neutrality. It isn't quite a corruption of net neutrality. Right. right? It's just like, it, it, I feel the same way about it that I feel about like name. searching inside apps from like Google. Like, Google and Siri can search inside an app now, right? Like I can search for a restaurant information and I can dig right into op- the open table app. That's great. But you know how that works? A deal, a yeah. backroom deal between open table and Google and Apple, not just like, here's how to f- read our app. Anybody can do it. Um, and now that's happening with like access to everything on the internet. So yeah, we need a new name. Net fuckery. Net fuckery. <laughs> Russell, I, don't I think hope that's going to take off. Eh. Nah. Well, paid neutrality. That's paid, awful. Paid neutral. No, that's awful. People are tweeting. Keep bring them in. Bring them in. Anyway, uh, Uber takes on Seamless. Uber's now delivering food in ten U.S. cities. Letting yeah, um, they've been doing that for a while. Yeah, Team Rack regularly they, does the oh, Uber really? Eats. Yeah, what's Uber Eats like? Um, like every day, there's one or two different um, food things to choose from, and they're like pretty like ten bucks or so for lunch. So why would you do that over Seamless? Well, because they'll they'll do restaurants or so they'll do chefs that are like cool, mm-hmm. you know. So you know and Uber Rush. Yes. So why can't I use Uber Rush myself? I wanted to Uber Rush my glasses back from my apartment down to me here. What I they, you, you can't can o- schedule a pickup. You can only Uber Rush from businesses. I thought. Hmm. Anyway, well, this edition of the lightning round has come to a close. Uh, Minecraft Education Edition is announced. Ooh. This is I'm like a little pumped about this. It's like for five dollars per student, schools can like put Minecraft, like give Minecraft to all their students. They can use it at school. They can use it at home. They're building a web. Microsoft's building a website where teachers can go to share like Minecraft worlds and lesson plans. Like I think this could actually be really cool. It's a lot of work to do. They haven't actually done that much. What do you learn on it? Um, oh, you got to play Minecraft. Yeah, yeah well, well, that's the thing. You don't necessarily learn on it. Um, it's you're literally just playing Minecraft, but like, <laughs> but there's like there's, you're they, inside a human eyeball. Instead yeah, they of, they like, made the, they made it so you can share the Minecraft world in a, with a single file, which is new. And so like, <coughs> they, someone built an eyeball, and you can go wander around it. Like you can go tour the Parthenon in Minecraft. Yeah, we so, had I mean, a speed typing game that was basketball related. Yeah, I was number two, and look nice. at me now. I um. 
my niece and I are like addicted to Minecraft. And they were like, we play it in our computer class. And I was like, hmm, do you know, like my computer class, like I actually learned to type on gigantic green typewriters. And they were like, tell me. They like literally like looked at me like, tell me about them. We had the Macs <laughs> that were the colors. They were like kind of circular oh, wow. in the back. They were like, I think they were like you fruit colors. IMAX. You had IMAX? You didn't uh, have in high school and grade school. Grade You're not school. that much younger than me. Are grade you school. really? 1988 birth. Oh God. <laughs> we had, yeah. The ones that had the color, I think they were called, they had fruit names IMAX. or something. I had, yeah. Tangerine. I, I had yeah, strawberry. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had apple two. I want to kill myself right now. <laughs> I, 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 like, I mean, it doesn't matter because my body is dying all on its own. I played low because of old age. Mine cool. is too. But yeah, but you've, I hate you. You're all younger than me. Sundance is starting. Lightning Hooray, round. Sundance. Uh, Netflix already bought two movies. Amazon bought a movie already. Yeah, which is interesting. Jameson was saying, like, apparently last year they, like, had a little bit of trouble, fi- like, getting deals done to buy movies. And, like, the fact that they're already, before the show, scooping all this stuff up. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe that just means that filmmakers have warmed up to them or that they brought more money out. I think they have more money. I think, I think they both want to win way more. Like, there were no Oscars for them, right? Maybe there was, like, one editing yeah. one. I don't even know, but but, but no Oscar nominations for Amazon yeah. Netflix. Like I think they want that's the next prize yeah. for them. They gotta make some friends with some old white dudes. By the way, Netflix shutting down the VPN stuff. Brutal, yeah. brutal. Uh, last one. It's a group group participation exercise. Are you gonna watch Super Bowl? We have to. It's a cultural relevant product. You're Love a culture being part writer. of the now. Are you, are you gonna watch Facebook or Twitter while you watch Super Bowl? Uh, I don't have Facebook. Wild new information. What? Long standing. When, yeah. when did you drop Facebook? 2010. Oh, we're going to talk about this on the next Vergecast. That's the sole topic. Next <laughs> <week>. <laughs> no, I haven't. I only rejoined it when I was at Racked and I had to post articles. And then I went off of it again. And then I rejoined it for Tinder. And then I quit that habit. So I don't have it. Huh. So t- Twitter then is your answer. Twitter is my answer. Wow. Oh, does Trey have a Facebook? Trey Shallowhorn? I don't know. You have to have it to have Tinder. Oh. You can't have. He doesn't have a Twitter. It's really hard to. It's really hard to. Tweet. Someone made him a Twitter. Yeah, Trey. By the way, for all of you listening, he's a video producer. You wouldn't know him because he doesn't have a Twitter, and this is not a person. <laughs> Dieter, Facebook or Twitter for the Super Bowl? I mean, <laughs> traditionally Twitter, but I'm, I'm. I guess I'm gonna try out this new Facebook jam. See, see what it's like. I'm ready to leave Twitter. Um, this Who's is what I'm gonna saying. be on the Twitter Super Bowl? stock? Is uh, you know. There's two games left to play, so I don't know the answer. But I can I, I can hazard a guess. Can we hazard a guess? It's the Panthers and the Patriots. The Panthers are going to win. Yeah. yeah, that's my guess. That's how it's going to go. Okay. I only say this because I went to the NFL the headquarters yesterday. They must lose, huh? I went to the NFL headquarters yesterday. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Did you meet Roger Goodell? Did he find you? Did you Did you see somebody that looked like? Oh, never mind. Why did you go to the NFL headquarters yesterday? Because they did 50 bespoke footballs with the CFDA Council of Fashion Designers of America. So they got fashion designer to do footballs. Matt Alford and I went and had... Oh, I saw this on Snap. A real blast. Yeah. More, much more to come. I didn't realize that. that was at NFL headquarters. Yes. Very nice. Man. All right. I'm dying to see that. Um, um, but I'm just saying I'm over Twitter. That's my thing. I think You're tw- over Twitter? Wait, wait, I think what, Twitter... Twitter what about Twitter? Are you Twitter's over? like stock is tanking. I, I, I just watched like... Who should buy them? Who should buy Twitter? Oh, God. I think it should go away. Dude, if it's News Corp... That's then. That would be just, amazing. I just, I don't, I, no, it would I don't, be super I don't amazing, see, and they would I'm try getting, and merge it with MySpace. Think about oh. it. <laughs> I The most value I get out of My Twitter, Twitter is space. when we're on this show, and I'm like, tweet at me if you have a thing, and people talk to me. The value I get out of the Twitter community is like basically fallen to zero. Well, what did you used to get? 
like when, I got the value of the Twitter. Like there was like lots of people tweeting and it wasn't like a competition and it wasn't like there weren't like fucking gamer gators, you know, like it wasn't follow a, too many people. No, it was, it's not that mm. it's what like following people is like whatever. Like I, that will, I guess always be valuable, but like participating in Twitter is a thing right. and getting like feeling good about what happens once you tweet basically like it was really, really high. And then like last month I was just like, am I getting anything out of this? I'm having so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a great time on Twitter. Yeah. Maybe I need a new account and I need to like curate. I do really want a private account. Like a shadow Twitter account. Yeah. I want yeah. a private account for my personal life. Shadow Reckless. But. That's also the name of my like Japanese all girl band, Shadow Reckless. That's great. Yeah. Well, shouldn't it be Reckless Shadow? <sighs> That's good. Yeah. Um, Facebook or Twitter for the Super Bowl? Um, I mean, I don't care about like the sports stuff. So just Twitter. I just want to see what like people I know are saying. Yeah. And like, I don't think people actually post live updates on Facebook. Yeah. I so. think if Facebook enables that, that's them, that's them saying we're, we're done. Like turning the knife on you, Jack. Yeah. You're done Twitter. Anyway, that was our show. And this podcast, I have to see what Liz Lopato has to say about the new x file series right now. It's on the internet. Okay. It's very Look, exciting. here's what you can do. You can follow the verge on Twitter. Uh, we're at verge, but Whatever. Who's using that anymore? You can like us on Facebook, <laughs> which is the future. Uh, more future is on Snapchat. We're at Verge on Snapchat. You can hit us up on iTunes. Uh, there's so many other podcasts now. There's What's Tech with Plant. Uh, he did What Sundance with Emily Ishida. Uh, Walt and I, we've talked about Control Alt Delete several times. Uh, it went up today. We talked about the Apple Watch. Verge ESP is back. They, I know they recorded today. Weekly. They, it's back. It's weekly. They recorded today. I think Emily was at Sundance when they recorded new episodes on Fridays. Uh, and then Verge Extras are like literally our podcast full of extras has the full Jake and T pain interview also hitting on Friday. I, I literally only found out about this, this second <laughs> I, I read the script and I was like, Oh, that's great. Yeah. Cause we chatted for a long time. Yeah. You were going to be like good. An hour with T pain. Yeah. Um, Kara Swisher on recode has recode decode, yep. uh, which is great if you're into tech and media, Peter Kafka also helps host that. Uh, and then Lauren good. Yeah. Vergecast favorite Lauren good has her own new podcast. Can't stop it with Kara uh, called Too Embarrassed to Ask, where she answers your tech questions. It's true. We should. So all this on iTunes.com slash The Verge, except for the Recode ones, which we are on the Recode page. Yeah. <laughs> just like whatever. Just like locate them, all right? Um, anyway, you're on YouTube. Search for The Vergecast. Nicola is Nicola underscore Fumo. On Twitter, if you still Twitter. use it. Snapchat's my real medium. It's true. Nicola Fumo all together. Nicola no has some like deep Snapchat game. Mm-hmm. They get, I mean, it gets real on yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hold back. Yeah. I, my favorite one the other day was when she had one that was like, where's Kwame? And there's a, a video. Oh, yeah. When we video were at Spotify just, party, when Fabulous getting, played. I yeah. mean, this is what happens. Kwame and I are at Fabulous parties, literally on my Snapchat. It's the best. <laughs> it's what you should be doing in your free it's time. It's like, where's Kwame? And there's Kwame just like getting down. Yes. It's amazing. Actually, I, had, I was like, Kwame, hold on. I have to take a video of you because it's part of the story. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Dieter's at Backlon. That's right. I'm at Reckless. Jake is at Jake underscore K. Uh, we're available to you 24 or seven on the tweets. I don't know. Whatever. It's been so long. Anyway, that was Vergecast. It's wonderful having you here. Uh, we'll be back next week where Nicola's going to tell us why she quit Facebook for an hour. One hour. Interrupted by Backblaze ad. That's it. Rock and roll. Oh, rock by the way, roll. thanks to Backblaze for, uh, for paying for this. Yeah. That was great. This. Backblaze. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> rock and roll.